All right. Well, hey, you guys. It is your girl, Deja. And Jasmine. And welcome to Cookies. And Cream. Yay. We got it. (laughs) We're getting there. We're getting there. So, first off, I want to apologize because I know, I mean, granted, me and Jasmine have a very busy schedule, um, which is why we haven't been posting or anything, but I do... Um, want to let you guys know that we did not forget about y'all and we are very appreciative of what you guys are doing. Um, I mean, like, you know, the support and listening to us. Um, but this is part two of our mental health discussion. Yes. Um, and if you were, if you haven't heard the first one, feel free to go back and listen to that one. Um, the last one we talked a little bit about our personal experiences with mental health such as things we've heard from our friends and family Mm -hmm. um our own experiences with seeing therapists and all that so feel free to check that one out yes um so this episode we want to talk about college life for us um personally from start to finish what it's been like for us and um how if we had any um I guess coping mechanisms or any strategies to help um de-stress during these uh tough times (laughs) while in college um so Jasmine do you want to tell your story first or do you want me to go sure I guess I'll go um I wonder if you guys, can you hear the car alarm going off in the background? No. Okay, good. I can't. (laughs) Deja and I are sitting in cars right now. We are struggling. Behind a quiet environment. (laughs) Right. And one of my neighbors, their car alarm is going off. So we're just going to ignore it and act like, you know, it's not happening. (laughs) But, um, so I guess I'll start from like the very beginning. I went to my first, my first college was UNLV in Las Vegas so I was originally an English major and I'm an army brat so my stepdad he got stationed to Wisconsin and I was like I'm not going to Wisconsin so I transferred (laughs) to UTA in the summer of 2016 yeah and that was (laughs) the worst year of my life Um, that was just like the toughest year for me mentally, the 2016 Mm -hmm. to 2017 school Mm -hmm. semester. I found out that I had severe depression. I originally only had minor depression, but it was really bad that year. And so Deja was the first person I met. We met on campus in the dorms, Casey Hall. Mm -hmm. And... Um, so yeah, she's really my only friend during that time, and I was still so, is. Ain't nobody else her friend. It's me, forever and ever. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. I remember every time I would call somebody my friend, she'd be like, "Yo, what?" <laughs> I'd be like, "Oh, I Excuse mean, me? who? My, my classmate." <laughs> right, your associate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so I remember the fall semester, I failed my first class, and. I got a D in another class, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do better in the spring. Spring came around, and it was even worse. And I was in a relationship, and I feel like I had, like, most of my happiness was put in that relationship, but it still never helped me. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, to myself all the time. I'd be in my room, and I, there were days where I wouldn't get out of bed. And mm-hmm. long story short, I failed three classes that semester. And I ended up changing my major because English just wasn't making me happy at all. Mm-hmm. And I changed to um, uh, exercise science. So then that summer I found out I was getting cheated on. And it was like the cherry on top to a really bad mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. But then 2017, 2018 came around. And I was starting to hang out with the Christian club. And so I had a more of a social life. So I felt better. Mm-hmm. Um I had quit my antidepressants and it was really helping me. I guess just to finally like have a spiritual connection, like a spiritual side, like I felt a lot better in life and mm-hmm. it didn't take my depression away completely, but the fact that I was doing a major that 
was interesting for me definitely helped and having um people to like eat with on campus or like see a lot more that helped um Mm -hmm. but then I guess because of the demands of school like I always struggle in the spring semester for some reason like I don't know what it is I've been talking to my therapist about it and she's been saying she thinks I have burnout but every time spring semester comes around I just have this really hard time staying like motivated maybe it's the weather I wonder if that's it I really do because even my spring semester freshman year at UNLV Mm-hmm. I felt like I just really didn't want to do anything. So it could but be you would seasonal. think it'd be the opposite, though. Right. Like, for winter, you know, mm-hmm. the, the little not enough yeah. sunlight type of thing. Exactly. But that might be it for you. Like, it might just be that spring. Like, yeah. spring is just... Maybe that should be, like, your relaxing semester. Like, you yeah. take a break, and then you come back hardcore Yeah. winter. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I definitely but, agree. That's only in a perfect world, like, if you sure. there wasn't any pressure to graduate. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I feel like a lot of it for me, too, like, the stress was, like, my struggle to get my GPA back up. Because I, mm-hmm. I had, like, after failing all those classes, my GPA was a 1.9. Mm-hmm. So I was really struggling. Like, I was working really hard to get my GPA back up, and I did. I mean, yeah, you've done really good. Your <laughs> GPA is crazy now. Yeah. Uh, it's still like, but even the, the crazy thing is, like, even where my GPA is na- eight is now, I still feel so much stress because and pressure because I want to do physical therapy. It's still not enough. Yeah. Yeah, and that's one thing that kind of like irritates me about school is like you kind of get reduced to how good your GPA is. Mm-hmm. And I've oh, been trying I have so to... much to talk to you yeah. about that one. Oh yeah, yeah. I exactly. love how you touch that part. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Because it make I don't know, like, I really had to work on, like, not reducing how I feel to just what my GPA is. Mm-hmm. Um, that's and still it, a battle. Yeah, and it has to do a lot with, in my opinion, self-esteem mm-hmm. and having that strong mental um, stability. Right. Because I feel like if even one small class mm-hmm. and that GPA drops, like, a point or two, yeah, it's, for me, it's disastrous like I should be gaining points not losing points I I completely I completely agree with you on that one right and I yeah that I hate that too like even a B will drop your GP like how Mm -hmm. is a B dropping my Mm -hmm. GP yeah it frustrates me and C doesn't even count C is a zero yeah I was like sure wait I think the C is just two points and then the D is one and then F is zero for me it was it's zero. Oh, okay. it doesn't count at all. Oh, okay, um, yeah. Right. It probably depends on like the major or the but class. But then, but then on the paperwork for you to be, um, how can I say it? For it to be accepted as a counted uh, credit hour, mm-hmm. it has to be C or higher. Yeah. So why is it? Why is C a zero? Why isn't C like one point? Yeah. Or two points towards your GPA? I feel like that's also something that they need to work on. Yeah. So I feel like a big thing for me was like not hanging out because I had homework and like stressing over grades. And I feel like some of my friendships suffered because of that. But mm-hmm. um, I definitely just like even now with my degree, like the last year, the 2018, 2019 school year was so stressful for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have way less friends now. Like, I'm not on bad terms with anyone, but I'm definitely not hanging out with the same people I used to hang out with. Mm-hmm. And I don't talk to them as often, which sucks sometimes. But at the same time, it's like, like, it is what it is. Like, I have people who did stick around and who do still talk to me all the time. Like, like you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. So, mm-hmm. and there's definitely, like, ways that I could improve. Like, it's taught me ways to like manage my relationships under stressful situations, which I feel Mm -hmm. like is a downfall of mental health issues is that sometimes you don't know how to balance things, so some things suffer. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, my last year was really stressful. There's a point where I thought I wasn't gonna be graduating until May of this year. I think think every senior experiences that. Yeah, and I hate it, it's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I I definitely feel like ment- like school for me 
it definitely has affected my mental health in a negative way because I'm just always I feel like the whole GPA thing it just makes you feel like you're only as good as your grades mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah so that's been my school experience at UTA I I feel like what helped was having a social life but if you have to choose between a social life and your grades is like where do you go you're gonna, you know? you're gonna drop for sure if you, yeah yeah there's no way you can pick like you can't have the best of both right. worlds it's exactly. either one kind of slips mm-hmm. and the other one excels mm-hmm. you, you know or you just don't have one at all yeah and you excel in school yeah so yeah yeah, but I do appreciate that you've been so consistent. Like, if there was a time like that 2017, 2018 year, we didn't talk as much, but you were mm-hmm. still there, and I appreciate that. So thank you of for course. that. Well, I yeah. mean, because I always go by that rule, treat others as you would like to be treated yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, there was that period where I did feel um, a little, I guess, abandoned or shrugged off mm-hmm. because you were focusing on your schoolwork which I mean of course I'm not gonna hold that against you I'm not Mm -hmm. gonna be mad at you about that like get your degree like go ahead but you also after school type of stuff was over after you did your homework you would go hang out with the church people yeah and I'm you guys will eventually figure this out Um, We even talked about this before. I'm not that very religious. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm a preacher's kid. That's about as, I guess, close to religion as I will ever get. Like, I don't like talking about it. I don't like being so active in it. Mm -hmm. And so I felt very uncomfortable with these people because it just felt fake. It didn't feel genuine to me. Mm -hmm. And I sucked it up so I could go up there with you and hang out with you. But I just felt so uncomfortable. So I stopped going. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I realized that, you know, you kind of weren't trying to hang out outside of that. Like, it always seemed like they would be there for some reason. Yeah. I just knew that eventually you would come back, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, like, I wasn't about to burn any bridges because I really enjoy our friendship. And I really enjoy talking and hanging out with you, even if it's for 30 minutes. I still have fun. Um, cause I like see myself, see bits and pieces of myself in you. Like I feel right. like we were meant to be friends. Right. Um, so that's why I didn't really cut myself off. I was just kind of like, ah, oh, you know, whenever she's ready, she'll come and hang out. We'll go grab ice cream or we'll walk to the little pizza joint down the street from yeah. our campus. You know, like it, yeah. it wasn't, I, feel I didn't. Like- I feel like a part of what made it so, like, what made me hang out with them more was just them being so accessible because they were all in Arlington Uh and we were, like, apart because I was in the apartment, so it was easier to go see them. After the dorms, it was was different for sure. Yeah. But that was the, I mean, that was the only thing. I I knew that we would still be friends. Like, I didn't feel like our friendship would fall off. Um, But for me... I started off at a community college, TCC. I went to South Campus. Um, and honestly, I hated it. Really? Why? <laughs> I did not want to go to TCC because everybody from my high school went there. Like, uh, it, I wanted to, I wanted that movie college experience. Like, yeah. I, wanted, I wanted to go out, make friends, have parties meet the love of my life and excel in school whatever yeah um i i met the love of my life that's about that's about it yeah um lucky you huh is it lucky you i know (laughs) i guess i got one thing good out of it um but went to tcc um joined i it was by accident first off that I joined this Latin American club. Me and Omar talked about this in um, the previous episode, but I accidentally got voted in to a a Latin American student organization, (laughs) ended up becoming historian and fell in love with the whole group. I fell in love with the organization. We took trips. We went to California together. it was really nice like I had a nice set of friends yeah transferred to UTA and 
Um, first off, hated my roommate at the dorms. Oh, yeah. I forgot he even had a way. She, she about almost caught these hands a couple times. Because um, <laughs> all she did was talk on the phone at like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And I was a nursing major. Right. So I got classes at 8 o'clock in the morning. I'm tired. I have to study. I have anatomy. Like, girl, you got to get off the phone. Yeah. So I was very stressed out. Um, had nobody to talk to. Went home every weekend. <laughs> yeah, that's I true. I, I legit drove home every weekend. I could not stand being in that dorm. And I paid 800 Was it 800 a month? I don't even know. I don't remember. Such it a was waste too much. of money. It was too much. Yeah. That's all I know. Such a waste of money for that tiny little room. Like, no. I, I just... Don't move in a dorm. Please don't. Like, yeah, yeah. I feel just like I can I can deal with paying for the dorm if they didn't require a meal plan, but they require the meal plan that's and that's a waste of money. That's very true. Because you eat the same thing yeah. every day. Even though, you know, my husband was up there and he was looking cute. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about your husband. What was his name? James or something? <laughs> I have no idea what that guy's name was, but he oh, was man. so cute. Oh, he was so cute. That's the only reason why I went up there to eat. But, <laughs> but... After the little get-together, meet-and-greet party, that's where I met Jasmine. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I have to say, you saved me that uh-huh. school year. Because, girl, I was so... Me and Omar broke up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we were that couple. We were the on-and-off-again couple. Um, we broke up. Got I back remember together. I used to call him Oh No, because I was yeah. like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, broke up. <laughs> Got back together, broke up, got back together, broke up, period. Yeah. Over, I think it was, what, 2016 Mm -hmm. to 2017, we were on and off again. And then towards the end of 2017, we were were just off. We were done. So I was very stressed. I ended up switching majors. I was no longer a nursing major after being in school since 2014. To 2017, I could not be a nursing major anymore. I failed um, two classes, withdrew from a couple classes. Like, it was just bad. I was very stressed out, had a very nasty relationship, um, and was just miserable. I was miserable at school. At the beginning, we partied. Right. Went to a couple of house parties. Yeah, that was but that, that was that was too much. It was too much yeah. for me. Like, at the end of it, everything came, and it just it destroyed me. Yeah. Um, and that's when I started the depression and all that started hitting hard, mm-hmm. like super hard. Cause at that point I was like, well, what degree do I get? Yeah. You know, like I ha- I'm not going to make any money with no basic degree. Um, all I have is nursing classes. That's not going to transfer anywhere. So it was very hard. Um, I ended up getting a really good advisor and ended up switching to just a general studies degree. Yeah. Um, and I graduate this December. Thank God. Still got to come back though. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm not going to UTA. I'm just going to take classes online somewhere. I'm not, I'm, UTA has, they're not getting no more money out of me. Um, but yeah, so I things have slowly started to get better um I'd say last year was really good I think last year was my year right um me and Omar got back together in December of 2018 mm-hmm. of course we've stayed friends forever yeah. um I've moved back home <laughs> yep, not in the dorms anymore um grades are getting better I actually know what master's degree like what path career-wise I want to do now Mm -hmm. um so I don't feel as scattered yeah I'm seeing a therapist like everything is making sense I technically not really got married like you know like it's just a lot of positive things are coming back yeah and I feel like I've worked so hard for them to stay this way that I, I don't want it to go bad yeah yeah and so like two weeks ago I think it's when I told you mm-hmm. um a lot of negative things have um happened uh Omar got into an accident yeah 
I he almost lost his life. Thank God he is good. Yeah. Um, I was not gonna graduate this December. I actually got more classes added on. Um, so I was very stressed out. Like you guys, I wanted to quit. Like I was so tired. I was so I was so done with everything. You know. Yeah. But now everything looks like it's coming back together. Those classes got dropped. So I, yeah, yeah. So I'm taking classes in the summer and I'm also taking classes in the fall and then I'm done. I graduate, I get my degree. I'm not walking, just mail me my diploma, <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. Um, and so everything, everything seems like it's coming back together. Because right. um, for a quick second, everything was off the rails. Like, it was it was a hot mess. Um, but again, I just made sure to talk to my therapist, uh, talk to my mom. And I only went in my shell, like, one time out of the two weeks. So, Good. I'm very proud of myself for yeah. that. You should be. But, yeah. So, yeah. Because, you know, I told you we're moving, right? No, you did not. Oh. Oh. Where are you going? (laughs) I thought I told you. You did not. I'm so sorry. Um, Me and and Omar are getting our own house. And we're moving to um, Arlington. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I'm not moving super far. Oh, well then, yeah, you did tell me. I thought you meant, like, you and your whole family was going somewhere. No, 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 me and Omar. I could have sworn I told you. That's why I was like, what? Yeah, you did. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hold hold up. (laughs) No, no, no. Not the family. Just me and Omar. Okay. Yeah. So, we're, we've been trying to find a house and our plan was to move in in August. Mm -hmm. But since he had the accident and he's paying, you know, all the bills and stuff. Yeah. I'm scared that it won't be in August. Mm -hmm. I'm scared that it'll be pushed later and I'm just praying that we'll still be able to move in August because I, I, I want to move. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> yeah. I need my own space. I feel like I'm too old. You know, like I feel like that time has come to right. where I need to just get out. I, I'm, I'm acting like I'm 30, but <laughs> I know, you know like, like, yeah. <laughs> I just feel like it's my time. Like I feel like I need to be up and out and like there's no there's no pressure for my family to get out of the house but it just feels like i'm being treated like i'm 16 oh okay you know like i'm not being treated my actual age yeah and okay so i i know that it's going to be hard being out there on your own and you know paying for your own bills and stuff but i'm i'd rather do that than yeah still have a curfew or like asked to do like I get it yeah. it's their house you know I still right. am respectful about it but I also would like to fill my age for yeah. just once that's true so I'm definitely ready to move out and hopefully hopefully there will be posts of me with some, <laughs> some house keys very soon but yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's time for me to go yeah and how but do you feel my... like like school affected your mental health? Was it the negatives that helped, or that not helped, but like made it worse, or oh, yeah. was it just? What do you feel like school was your trigger as far as like your mental health? Um, I feel like there was a lot of triggers. So first off, the GPA thing. I love yeah. how you touched up on that. First off, I just want to say that being a nursing student. Or nursing major, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, it is the absolute most stressfulest thing yeah. you could ever put yourself through. Yeah. Um, knowing that, and even being told by your advisor, hey, you might need to do some A's in this department, some B's in this department. Yeah. And having a full time load. Right. I think is what really killed me. I was taking four or five classes a semester, you guys. Yeah. Mainly five. And for other people, that's no problem. They can do it. Me, I'm lazy. I'm going to just be honest with you guys. I love my naps. (laughs) I love, I don't love reading. 
unless it's about crime novels. Um, I, I can only study for a little bit. I have ADD. I yeah. can't focus. I can't hold it together for that long. I can't sit down and study these definitions and then go into another whole book in further detail about organs and all this other stuff. I can't do it. Yeah. So being pressured by my dad, for sure, uh, making me take four or five classes a semester with labs, may I add, it's, it's like a whole nother class. Yeah. So it was very stressful. My GPA went from a four, mm, I don't want to get to lying. It was like really incredible. I'm going to say a three, I'm going to just say a 3.0. Yeah. All right. Let's just say I got a 3.0, right? Mm-hmm. UTA slowly went down to like a one point something. Yeah. Was on academic probation. Yeah, me too. For a semester. Ended up going back to TCC. Mm-hmm. Came back. Haven't been on probation. Haven't been on warning since. Yeah, thank God. Good. Yeah. But the, uh, the GPA thing was a huge melting point for me like that just broke my brain down yeah um ha- taking too many classes um not really feeling too passionate anymore about being yeah. a nurse i was halfway through with nursing i just want to throw that out there yeah and then <laughs> halfway done right yep and decided to just cut it all off and was like nah i'm good i want to switch to something else yeah so it was just the fact that I knew for a fact, I knew in my heart, I was not going to get into any nursing school unless it was a crappy one mm-hmm. and wasn't going to get a job, you know, right off the bat, have to start off small. Um, financially, it got cut off for me. I wasn't going to work steady anymore. Yeah. Because um, you, you only have a, a max. They give you a max on what you can do for a work study. So I've reached the max. That was it. I wasn't getting it no more. Um so money was definitely a, another factor because textbooks are not cheap um so it was just it was it was those stressors and also yeah. the on and off again with omar was insane um i feel like that that was definitely draining like all of those combined it just and the roommate thing it just killed me like i i was over it at yeah. that point um, but I, I feel like those were, was the factors that really, really broke me down. Um, yeah. cause it, it messes with your self-esteem, like your confidence, yeah. it's no longer at a hundred. Yeah. If it was ever a hundred for me, but it's never at a good point anymore. It's right. every semester it was getting chipped away. Yeah. And um, it just got worse every yeah. every semester for me. Um, but you, you also feel like you're not good enough. Yeah. And like I said, when that GPA goes down one point, goes down a couple points or whatever, you're kind of like, for what? What, did, what happened? What is this? What's going on? And it's, it's very um, intimidating because... Yeah. Knowing if you are in a competitive major, how pushed, how much you have to push yourself to make sure that you at least get into one of the nursing schools. And then I I don't think I was mentally prepared for the rejection, Mm -hmm. which is also another reason why I got psyched out and decided to just leave. Um, I wish that I was still strong enough to do it because I see some of my friends who, because I was a part of this program in high school where um, you get to basically choose a career that you want to pursue. Mm-hmm. And I, of course, I, cho- I chose nursing. So we'd go to the hospitals. Like, we were little mini nurses yeah. in the hospital. And I see all of my friends or classmates that was in that program with me. And they got their nursing degrees. Yeah. You know, and it, it kind of, it makes me mad sometimes, I'm not even going to lie, that I'm not with them. Yeah. You know, like, I'm not like, I got my, I got my, you know, stethoscope and all this other stuff looking cute. Yeah. My scrubs, you know, like, but it, it just wasn't my plan. It wasn't for me. 
Yeah. So I it took a while for me to accept it, but it's definitely something that I am very jealous of. I will say that. I, I do get jealous when I I look back and I'm like, man, if I would have just not listened to them, to my parents and my dad making me take four or five classes yeah. and I just took it on my own, you know, yeah. just took the two or three classes and not tried to rush, I would have made it. Yeah. Like, I really feel like I would have made it because that would be my pace. Right. That'd be what I was doing. Yeah. I feel like that's something I had to try to talk myself well I, I struggled with it even to like the very end I would always say I need to take this mini so I can graduate mm-hmm. and I made it through but it's like now I'm thinking about it and I'm like man because like with physical therapy it's three years I want to mm-hmm. do a master's before I do physical therapy that's like another two so it's like man Jasmine like I, I really don't want to be in school forever that's what's killing me is like my mental health has suffered so much already from being in school that the thought of more mm-hmm. school um, but the, like it just it's annoying but it's like also like if I stop now what am I going to do with my life like I don't know what to do so it's well like, you can't you can't put a time on yeah. your education and your yeah. degree and that's yeah. what I've told um I know you don't know him but Angel mm-hmm. we used to work together at H&M and he was so stressed because he was leaving high school going to college and he wanted tips you know and I was like hey don't worry about how long it's going to take for you to get your degree. You could be 30 yeah. years old, but guess what? You got a degree. Yeah. So and that's, as, I understand that. Like, I definitely resonate with that. But at the same time, like, when school is what makes you so unhappy, the thought yeah. of having to be in it forever, it's, uh, it's like a double-edged sword. Like, I, if I take my time, <laughs> I'll feel better. But at the end of the yeah. day, I'm wasting so much of my life in school. And by the time I'm, like, ready to, like, be free everybody's gonna be you know settling down having kids and I'm gonna be like oh well who's free who wants to you know hang out and everybody's like sorry I have a kid I'm married I can't it's like okay great I'll just be forever alone thank you I'm always like if I have kids I'm gonna leave them at Omar I'm just telling you that right now we could go go shopping I know I'm gonna need a break yeah I feel like I'm gonna be that parent that's like nah I need my mommy juice (laughs) yeah or mommy needs a break I need nap time like I feel like that's gonna be that's gonna be me um but I I see what you mean there's always there's always that biological clock time and then it's that pressure of other people I hate when they ask you this question um when are you gonna graduate yeah when's graduation can i or like what, what's next what, yeah what's your major like don't ask don't ask people that <laughs> like if you know they're going to school they'll tell you when they graduate they'll tell yeah. you don't ask them all this stuff like it's super stressful to me like don't ask me when i'm graduating and please don't ask me what my major is because i'm already ashamed mm-hmm. or i'm already feeling some type of way about it like i don't yeah. know i feel like that should be a question nobody asks I understand that. I feel like a better question would be like, well, what class, what interests you? Like, you know, I'll go like, yeah, cool. I'm interested in whatever. And it doesn't have mm-hmm. to be so invasive. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm interested in this, but I have, my degree has nothing to do with that, sadly. Because yeah. that's a reality for a lot of people because it just gets too much to handle. So they have to right. just do what they can to get through it. Right. So, but... We already have one tip for people when it comes to school. It's like, don't rush yourself. What other tips would you say you have? I'm trying to think. I'll go while you think. I have, (laughs) I I would say, um, I feel like the best one is to just pace yourself at something that's reasonable for you. No matter how much it might suck to feel like you're going to be in school forever, Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to kill yourself to get where you're going or would you rather get there one day and still be like still have sanity left you know mm-hmm. and I feel like having a good support system like friends that will understand what you're going through and be there for you and consent consistently like check on you when you've disappeared like I feel like that's so important and that's something mm-hmm. like you've taught me is like when friends disappear or like you still check on them like that's something I have to get better at because I'm one of those people where it's like well if, obviously if they're not talking to me it's because they don't want to be my friend 
Mm-hmm. And I never think, well, what are they going through? You know? Right. So that, I feel like... Yeah, that's not it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they got something else going on in their life. Yeah. But, but I feel like another thing that, like, contributed to my mental health is, like, seeing friends. Like, me, obviously, like, being, like, tucked off, doing work all the time, and and knowing that people are okay, but they're just not checking on me. Or that they just haven't bothered to say, like, hey, what's going on? Are you okay? Like, that, like, when you see, like, I feel like that's another reason why, like, I take so many social media breaks. Because you'll see your friends out having fun, doing great. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you don't have the courage to speak up and say that you're not okay. So you just secretly mm-hmm. hope somebody checks on you. And then they never do it. So it's like, dang, well, I see that you guys are obviously not struggling with anything. So, mm-hmm. like, was it so hard to say, hey, what's up? I haven't heard from you in a while, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's and some something. people just aren't like that. Some people yeah. are more um, takers than givers. Right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> some people, um, I mean, and that doesn't mean that they don't care about you or it doesn't mean that they're not your friend. Yeah. Um, but some people just, it doesn't register to, right. oh, hey, you know, it is a two-way street. Maybe yeah. I should be like, hey, you know, right. instead of them being the one to always respond Yeah. Um, and talk to you. Because I, I, I. I've had a friend like that. I had to cut her off, but um, <laughs> yeah, and I feel like that's important that you said that because I feel like it's important for us to also realize what we need in people. Mm-hmm. Like I know mm-hmm. that I need a friend who's gonna check on me no matter, like who is gonna check on me no matter what, even if I'm not as good as reciprocating. Like I've been getting mm-hmm. better at trying to check on people, mm-hmm. uh, but Ooh, I need girl. that person. I need that person who's gonna do it. You're not the person to text back though. Like I'm gonna tell you that right now. Really? Yes. <laughs> We what had mean? a full-blown te- conversation, and then you, like, just stopped. What, when was this? Just it in general? Couple, no, it's been, like, a week or two. And i that's why I was, like, I'm not Oh, that's because I've been just, because, like, struggling. Yeah, yeah I've you've been, been like, with school. Yeah. But <laughs> you've done that before, though. But I was just, like, I also know you, so I'm not going to be, like, uh, hello. Hello. Yeah. Hello. Like yeah, that's how I am. It's like if I'm like if I'm like not, but that's the point. That's the important thing about like knowing the type of friends you do and don't want. Like if you know mm-hmm. you're you need a friend who's gonna always like respond back. Oh, well, also Deja, sometimes when I text you, you don't seem interested because you don't use emojis. So I'll be like, oh, I don't know. If she's I never upset. use emojis. Yeah. So I don't I really be. I don't really be talking <laughs> to you that much because you sound you be sounding kind of mean. I when, never over text use emojis. Message. I so use that's another reason. Yeah. A nice little. Commas that's, and periods. That's another reason why I, I I don't really be texting you back that much because oh, I be feeling I'm like. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, <laughs> but in the I'll work on it though. Now that you said something, but yeah, I'll, I'll work on it too. I'll start <laughs> using emojis and gifs because you're the one that does that. You're the one yeah. that does the little video picture things, mm-hmm. the gifs. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, that's cute, and I'll laugh at it. Yeah. But I got you. I got you. I've gotten better yeah, with the Instagram. That's I'll true. I'll send you little. I send you funny videos. Yeah, that's true. So I guess that's but, another one, like finding people who who are suitable for you, friends that like are compatible for what you need, mm-hmm. and then just making sure that they inspire you to be a better friend in the way that you need them. So and be selfish. Yeah, like if be you need selfish, you need your own time. Like yeah. you need you. If you need some me time to focus, do it. Yeah, if you want to go out and party, do it. Yeah. But be, be able to manage. Yeah. yeah. Be responsible with it, but be selfish and yeah. announce, like, be opinionated and tell people how you feel. Yeah. Be respectful, thing, but yeah. Of course, don't don't talk sideways out your mouth and all that. We, yeah. we ain't got time for that. Yeah. But don't tell them Deja and Jasmine said you can talk sideways. Right. Yeah. I'm be like, not who, it. who said that? I know. <laughs> but just let your voice be heard do not if you feel like you are being run over by your friends or you feel like you're not getting the attention that you need tell them talk to them don't just suffer in silence like you need to be selfish you need to talk about your feelings and I feel like that's definitely gotten like it it got me a long way yeah um because I used to be that person, oh my gosh, you're so annoying. I used to be that person that cared about what everybody thought of me. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my gosh, I hope you like me. Please like me. I'll yeah. do whatever you want to, so you can like, like now I'm just like, if you don't like me, you don't like me. I'm so yeah. sorry. Yeah. But and I also. And how your friends respond too. That's important. Yeah. 
and I've also gained a lot more confidence than what I did yeah um and I'm I'm outspoken now like I don't I'm not gonna hide my feelings and my opinions if I don't like something that you did I'm gonna tell you Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you straight to your face. Like, I'm not going to go to somebody else and be like, oh, my gosh, this, that, and the third. And then you hear it from the other person. Like, no, you're going to hear it from me. Yeah. Because I'm going to tell you about yourself. And so that's what I feel now. Like, over the years, that has really helped with my mental health is just being selfish and talking and sharing my opinion. Yeah. I feel like that's something I still struggle with. Like, I don't, I hate confrontation. So it's like, I'll keep everything inside mm-hmm. and I'll like talk to my therapist about it or something. But like, I hate mm-hmm. like going up to people and being like, Hey, I have this issue. And sometimes mm-hmm. I, I have done that before. And like, I've been mm-hmm. able to see like the true colors mm-hmm. from like from one of my old friends, like they would, they brought it up in an argument and like it had nothing to do with what they said but they kind of like took something that I had voiced my concern about in the past and they like use it as a jab during an argument and I was like oh okay well thank you for showing me your true colors (laughs) so oh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so I feel like how your friends respond is very important yeah and that's when you know like if they're very like what Jasmine just said very vile with it and and disrespectful and throwing it back at you then that's when you know you need to cut them off yeah because I feel like that affects your mental health yeah a lot um especially if you trust that person or look up to that person and then you see that they're throwing little mini jabs at you yeah then it's probably time to call it quits or to give them space to grow and become an adult because yeah. obviously they are still a child yeah um I feel like you need to also know when to let go you can't just keep holding on to these things yeah praying and hoping that they'll get better or that they'll eventually see your worth like no if if they're not seeing your worth by now chances are they still won't mm-hmm. um in the future so it's best to just call yeah. it quits and i think, and I think another another important thing to do like as a college student is to like mute people on social media that make you fall into like comparison or like make you feel bad about yourself like mute them you don't need to be seeing stuff like that all the time that makes you feel like you're not as good as them or you're not good enough Mm -hmm. so like when I like with my groups of friends that I don't hang out with as much I have pretty much all of them on mute it's like I I have like I don't have any bad blood but it's like I don't want to see the reminder that I've never like felt like as close to people because as a result of me trying to work hard in school like I hate seeing mm-hmm. that reminder so I put people on mute straight up and it's like I still love you I'll still you know send a funny video every now and then but at the end of the day like for my mental health I protect myself by putting people on mute it just helps mm-hmm. me yeah I mean do you think you'll ever stop doing that stop do doing what do you think what? you'll be able to m- mute in take your little breaks or do you feel like that is your permanent solution because you know Uh, how like they they say oh you can do this amount of coping for amount of time to eventually to where you don't need to do that anymore like you're strong enough and I'm putting up air mm -hmm. quotes but like yeah you're able to withstand all of the pressure and all that like or is that something you want to do for um, I think it's just a good practice in general. Like even even mm-hmm. if it's not about friends, I've because like there I don't follow any celebrities. Like I don't follow anybody who's gonna make me feel like I don't I don't do enough in my life or I don't have enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's just a good way for me to filter what is in my mind, and I like mm-hmm. the mute option because it's like it's a good in between for like when you're not necessarily on bad terms with somebody, but you don't really want to see everything they're doing. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel like that's my go-to as far as everything in life, but I feel like in certain situations it benefits me. But I do feel like eventually I'll grow out of the passive-aggressive and just start getting to the point where it's like, well, we're not friends. Unfollow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. those, like being in that type of way. But as for now, like I don't feel like I'm in that space where I can just straight up just like because at the end of the day, I don't like being on bad terms with people. I don't like ending friendships. Like, mm-hmm. I'm that person who wants to stay on good terms with everybody. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm starting to recognize, like, hey, there, it doesn't have to be, like, my friendship or my relationship with others doesn't have to be straight up friendship. 
Like there are some people where we're just gonna be acquaintances, um, giggle here and there on social media and that's it, you know? So everybody doesn't have to fit in my life the way I expect them to. And that's mm-hmm. something that I'm accepting and it puts a lot less stress on me. Cause then when you expect them to treat you a certain way and they don't do it, you get upset, mm-hmm. but it's like, I'm only gonna focus on what I can control. And I mean, that's, it's their loss to be completely honest with you. Like you're, I'm not trying to, you know, make your head all big or anything, but you're a really good friend. Thank you. And you're welcome. And you, you're very sweet and you are very considerate and you're always trying to boost somebody up. Yeah. And I love that about you. And I love that you're very caring um, but I feel like those people that do do that to you, and mm-hmm. you know who I'm talking about, yeah. Um, they, I feel like they just suck that energy out of you, mm-hmm. and they don't put anything in. Yeah. And I feel like you don't deserve that. I feel yeah. like you deserve people that are giving and taking. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just making sure, again, that you're keeping positive people in your life, um, people that want to be successful, people that want to do good. Yeah. I feel like that's another thing that's very important. Right. Yeah. And I do, like, I like I, I appreciate, like, moments like that where you, like, see where you grow in and out of friendships because then, like, the people who do stick around, like, I have a friend, Sananda, I still keep in touch with her pretty often and I really do appreciate her for it Mm -hmm. um so it's like and then like you'll always be like top of my list (laughs) you and I have another friend Mira I mean acquaintances I'm not allowed to have other friends I wasn't gonna call you out I wasn't (laughs) gonna call you out because I know people (laughs) listening are like this girl crazy but I was supposed to be like "Mm mm-hmm friend okay I'm gonna text you right after the recording oh so we have friends now (laughs) (laughs) but yeah there's definitely like through like when you lose people it makes you recognize the ones who are still there Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's another thing to focus on the people that are you still do have around even when you go through tough times it's like it makes you appreciate it so much more. Yeah. And I just want to throw this out there. Before I met Jasmine, <laughs> I was good friends with her stepsister. Mhm. And then after I met Jasmine, me and your sister kind of fell off. Yeah. And there's nothing bad between us. Like, I still, we still follow each other on Snapchat and Instagram, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But after I met you, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm (laughs) a lot more compatible with her than I am with your sister. And I I felt bad Mm -hmm. because I I did stop, like, trying to make our friendship work. Yeah. But it felt so much easier with you. Yeah. I feel like it was a, like she was a blessing. Like she introduced us. That was what yeah. she was meant to like make us, you know, know yeah. each other. So because she was the one that introduced us. She was yep. like, hey, because she found me in the party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so I'm very glad and very grateful that she did do that because yeah. honestly, first off, this wouldn't even be a, a thing. Yeah. Um, But I like the friendship in our mm-hmm. memories. It's yeah. it's very nice. I love the little car trips. Yeah. Um, the Sonic, Sonic yeah. Boy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Basketball so Boy. Like oh, all of man. it is so much fun. And it the basketball is. games, even yep. though I do not like <laughs> basketball. Yeah. I I absolutely enjoy it. Yep. So I'm I'm very um, grateful. I feel like if even if you just have that one person at school. Yeah it's totally cool like don't feel pressure to have a gazillion friends because honestly I promise you you will feel so stretched Mm -hmm. and you feel like you need to be in all these different places yeah and it you just time management you know voicing your opinion um making sure that you are centered even I mean at, at school we have a massage place yeah um we have rock climbing there. We have the therapy dogs. I don't know if they still do that. I don't know either. But I know that they did have it. Yeah. And I have been. Dogs are my favorite animal yeah, type of thing. So like I, I love dogs. Um, and also making sure you go to a therapist. We yeah. Our school offers that. 
I think you get four or five sessions for free, and mm-hmm. then after that, it's really like, cheap after that. Yeah, it's like 30, maybe less than that, mm-hmm. um, compared to what it would normally be. Yeah. <laughs> Even with insurance. Oh, yeah. Boy. Um, so definitely use your resources. You're paying for them anyways, you might as well go. Right. Um, so knowing what your school offers, I feel, is a, another tip. Right. Um, I know we are getting close to it being um, an hour. <laughs> yeah, so we should <laughs> wrap it very, up. We're very passionate yeah. about being, you know, healthy and mental health and right. staying in tune with yourself. Um, and again, if you guys ever have a discussion you want us to talk, I mean, a topic you guys want us to talk about, please feel free to put it in the comments yeah. or message us. Right. Um email us whatever you want like we want you guys to interact with us and we want you guys to tell us your opinions definitely um so please feel free to do that yeah Um, anything else before we close no thank you guys for being patient with us um life isn't always perfect but we're definitely we have more free time we'll definitely be more consistent with like the instagram and the posts and the uploads hopefully when this pandemic is over it's a lot easier so mm-hmm. i know i saw your stepmom's post she really? was like uh lockdown might be over for y'all but it still exists at this house for no real visitors. i was like okay exactly because okay, texas is crazy <laughs> talking about some partially open how about partially no i will still I be at home I still wear my mask. Yeah, me too. I, even if I need to go out somewhere, I still yep. wear my mask. I got mm-hmm. my sanitizer and my purse. Yep. Um, the only place that I am guilty of visiting is uh, Omar. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's that's it. Yeah. Um, but yes, so thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for being so supportive. Yes. Um, really appreciate you guys. I hope you guys are staying safe. Mm-hmm. And... Um, that's that's it for me yeah don't forget to follow us on instagram at underscore cookies in cream that's cookies i n cream and we will see you guys in our next episode Bye. bye